This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Well, it is an absolutely perfect night for baseball in Citizens Bank Park. The perfect backdrop for another big game for the Philadelphia Phillies. The San Francisco Giants are in town, and it's game two, and it's about 30 minutes away. Hi again, everyone. Welcome into Phillies on Deck. I'm Greg Murphy. Happy to be here with you tonight and looking forward to another game with wild card implications as the Giants and Phils battle once again. We'll have a full preview of tonight's game coming up. But first, here on a Tuesday night, we are always happy to welcome in the president of baseball operations for the Philadelphia Phillies, Dave Dombrowski, who joins us. And uh, Dave, I, I start the show by saying, you know, it's got that big game feel. But here we are in August. I don't know. Is it is it a little too early to think uh, that that these games are, are starting to have that bigger, almost postseason kind of feel as we move our way through the end of the, the summer here? No, I don't think it's too early to feel it. I think we're down to less than 40 games, less than yeah. 25% of the season, and so you're in a position where um, you start to see the the end. We're not there yet, so I don't mean it's the last 10 games of the season. Mm-hmm. But, no, they're big. They're big at this time, and I think the, the reality is of where we are that if we can win every series – that really ends up being your goal. Now, you'd love to get on a nice streak and a nice roll and, and put some distance between ourselves and other wild card clubs. But the reality is if you win every series, you're going to be in the postseason. So mm-hmm. that ends up being our real goal at this time. But, no, it's not too early, and it's uh, not too early by any means to watch the scoreboard and look at how the other clubs are doing. I'm hoping they're losing every single day. <laughs> exactly right. And we've been doing a whole lot of that uh, here in this booth. But, uh, you know, last night getting a chance to watch this team against San Francisco, a team that has had their number over the last uh, couple of series. Uh, they come out and they get a real good pitching performance from Aaron Nola, and the bats uh, looked terrific as well last night. Some real big key hits, some big swings of the bat. Nice to see the Phils play well against the Giants because we hadn't seen that in the past. Yes, it's been a while. And, of course, the last six games were all in San Francisco, and we traditionally over the years have not yeah. played very well. I'm not really sure why, but it's a tough place to play at times. The wind blows, and when you're not used to doing it, I think that I would not by any means if we had to go back out there. I think we could handle that if it ends up being in that role. But it's a situation where it is good to play well against them, a good team. Uh, Aaron Nola pitched great, which was good to see. Uh, for us to be the type of club that we want to be, we need Aaron to be the type of pitcher he's capable yeah. of being. And you can see it again, what he brings to the table last night. And then we're in a situation, the offense has stepped up. We've been scoring more runs most of the games that we play. And if we continue to do that, I think we do have a good offensive club. And some guys are starting to hit their stride and swing the bat a little bit better. And I do think we're a better defensive club, too, when you start looking at Rojas. Now Marsh is back, too. Um, we're in a position where when you look at the infield, they played well. So... 
Um, our club is shaping up well. Now hopefully we can just do it on a consistent basis. No doubt. Uh, you know, uh, you bring up an interesting point, and I might as well ask you while I have you here. Uh, Alec Bohm over at first base I think has been a revelation, and, and I don't think it's something that a lot of us have talked a whole lot about. We talk so much about Bryce learning that position and learning it at the big league level. Well, here's a guy, Alec Bohm, who's done – Pretty much the same thing, and he has been just really, really good over there. Would you agree? He really has been good over there, and I and give a lot of credit to him. He has worked hard, and I don't want to downplay because he has played much better at third base. Sure. He's turned himself into a real solid third baseman. He's made some really good plays there, so he's played well at third and first, so I tip our cap to, to him. And I think Bobby Dickerson, our infield coach, yeah. deserves a lot of credit too because he's worked very well with Alec. Uh, the two of them, I mean, they work hard at it at, at both spots. So you see the improvements. And from when I first joined the organization three years ago, now three seasons ago, you're in a position where a lot of people were say to me, well, I'm not sure what he's going to hit, but I'm not sure what position he's going to play. And it's apparent he can play third base or first base and swing the bat. So uh, he's turned himself into a really good player. Yeah, it's been fun to watch. All right, Taiwan Walker back out on the hill tonight. Uh, nine days rest, uh, an opportunity for him to kind of step back and kind of uh, maybe regroup a little bit. He was so good there for a long stretch. And, uh, you know, whether or not it was a dead arm kind of thing or just uh, him needing a breather, he gets that because of the, the depth that you have at the starting pitching position. Um, how excited are you to get a chance to see – if it's helped him as he goes back out there tonight. Well, I'm excited to see it. I think it's important because we yeah. need him to be very good too. And one of the reasons we end up pitching, it, getting the starting pitch in depth was to be able to give some of these guys a blow. Right. And unfortunately, we lost Ranger. I don't think he'll be out real long either. But you can at least handle that a little bit better in this scenario. So uh, we need him. He's a good pitcher. Mm -hmm. you know, he was thrown over that time period since the beginning of the year. He's one of the best pitchers in the league. He's among the league leaders, I don't know if anybody's passed him with the number of wins, but he was right there, number one in the league. And um, he's really good, and he's a battler out there, so we need him, and I think he's going to be ready to go out there and pitch again and throw like he's capable of throwing. Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching him as well. And, uh, yeah, to your point, uh, you need him to be good, and, and he certainly has been for most of this season. Um, speaking of getting some guys back, uh, Jose Alvarado back out there in the bullpen. Just seeing that big guy out there I think is reassuring to, to everybody involved. But, uh, you know, he's got such a, a great personality, brings so much to the clubhouse and to that bullpen. But uh, when he's out on the mound, is really he's doing his best work. Nice to see him back finally. Oh, gosh, it makes you feel a lot better when yeah. you look at him. I saw him the other day when he was activated, and I says, well, we're a lot better in the bullpen right now, and not not in any deference to anybody else because they've uh, really sure. done a good job overall. But yeah. when you start adding him to the back end of the bullpen, somebody that can get right-handers and left-handers out, and then you say, okay, well, look at the depth we have in the bullpen where you have from the left-hand side, you have him, you have Soto, you have Strom, who can all pitch late in the game. Strom's throwing very well, too. He's sort of unsung mm -hmm. out there. And you have Kimbrell and Sir Anthony. I know Sir Anthony struggled a little bit, but he, he's a good piece back there. He's going to pitch big innings for us and get big outs. So you have, and that does include a guy like Hoffman, who's pitched well yeah. for us and, and the others. But it's a situation where when you get Alvarado back, it really strengthens your bullpen because he's one of the best pitchers, really bullpen guys in the league. Yeah. Uh, another guy you get back this week is Brandon Marsh. And uh, all of the sudden, you know, Christian Pache uh, down there doing his rehab. I know he's had a little bit of a setback, but uh, probably not too, too far away from uh, being able to get back and playing. All of a sudden, a uh, little depth in that outfield. In fact, probably going to make your job a little difficult in terms of uh, trying to figure out where everybody fits. But uh, obviously getting Marsh back there is 
you know, it helps bring this team up even to that next level, right? Well, no question. Brandon Marsh has really turned into a good player. Yeah. He's a good all-around player, too. He gives, he's really good defensively in the outfield, center and left field. And I guess he can slide over to right a little bit, but that's where we see him most of the time. And his offense has really picked up. Uh, he's in a position where he gets on base. He can drive the ball. He runs the base as well. Uh, he's a good player, so when he, when he's out, and because of some of the other big name stars that we have, kind of like, oh, okay, well, Brandon Marsh is out. No, he's good, and mm-hmm. and really, we, we talked about Bohm, and you can throw Stott into that category. Those three young players uh, have really done a great job for us, and then all of a sudden, you start adding Pache and Rojas. It's nice to see some of the young depth we're getting in the organization, and not they're well-rounded players. They're they're energetic. It's good to see youthful legs. It's, they can run run the bases, they can steal bases, they're in a position where uh, they can go get the ball in the outfield or, in Bryson's case, in the infield. And So it's a situation where um, they re- he really brings a lot to us, so we're happy to have Brandon back. No doubt. Okay, um, let me just uh, – a couple quick hitters before we uh, say goodbye, but um, when you think about uh, Bryce Harper and where he is, I know – Right now, maybe uh, Rob Thompson had said today a little bit of a stiffness in the back and nothing to be concerned about, but how careful do you have to be with Bryce uh, as this experiment at first base continues on? Well, you will be careful. There's no question. I mean, he's very honest with how he feels, and our trainers do a great job, Paul Bucard and his staff. So they're in a position where they're talking to him all the time. We want him as his bat in the lineup, and we're in a position where um, – we have the flexibility at DH and first base and with Schwarbs moving back and forth. And I think if we can keep Schwarbs out of left field daily, it helps him a lot. It helps him with his legs. But he's very capable out there. He made a nice play last night. So, um, But we want to keep Rice in the lineup, his bat in the lineup, and we'll stay in good touch with him. But we don't think it's anything major according to our staff, and we'll make sure to be on top of it. Okay, and finally, uh, I want to ask you about uh, a young guy in the organization, Justin Crawford, the number one pick uh, last year, and uh, he just recently gets promoted to the Jersey Shore from Clearwater. Uh, just looking at his numbers in Clearwater as we do the minor league report every every week, uh, they're just they, they really stand out. I mean, he's been a dynamic player. He earns the promotion to Jersey Shore. How excited is the organization about this young man? Well, tremendously so. He's a great talent. Uh, he's an all-around talent also. He's a guy that can – play center field and glove, gold glove capabilities. Yeah. He can fly, steal bases, and he, he can hit, and he can hit. He makes good contact. And what's exciting about him in addition to that is he's growing bigger and stronger all the time. So he is going to drive the ball. He's hit a couple home runs. We're not looking for to be a home run hitter, but he's going to be a guy that continues to get better and better. So it's exci- he's an exciting young talent, and wouldn't be surprised he's the type of guy that can move through a system pretty quickly because of his talents. Yeah, he certainly looks like a guy to keep your eye on, folks, if you're uh, interested in keeping your eye on any of the minor leaguers. Certainly that is a name to remember in the Phillies organization. Dave Dombrowski, always great to talk to you on a Tuesday night. We appreciate your time. Thanks, Murph. Thanks for having me as always. You got it. Uh, we will take a quick break, but we've got more to come, so stay with us right here on the Phillies Radio Network.